Okay, we are talking about the name that God has for every one of us. Before we are born, God knew us. And He knew, He, he knows the name that He has given to us. In other words, He knows why we are birthed into this world, what we are here for. So it's very important that we know our name, the name that God has given to us. And we know that the name that God has given to us is far greater than what we can think of. We, we, we look at two characters, Peter, he was called Simon. But immediately when Jesus saw him, Jesus said, you will be called Peter. Because that's the name that God has given to you. And then uh, we are looking at Abram. God said, your name is Abraham. Not just Abram, not just an exalted father, but you are a father of nations. And through you, the nations of the earth will be blessed. What a name, what a great name that God has given to Abram. And we, who are the sons and daughters of Abram, Abraham, we have the same calling. The promises that God has given to Abraham, God has given it to us. So we need to know our father, Abraham. We need to know his faith so that we too will inherit what God has promised to our father, Abraham. So last week, we learned that with everyone who are called, with everyone who wants to enter into the name that God has given to us, we have to start following Him. We have to start following Jesus. So we heard that God met with Abram and called him, you have to leave your uh, uh, nation, your country, you have to leave your people. So let's read it in uh, Genesis 12, verse 1 to verse 4. Genesis 12, verse 1 to verse 4. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. In order for us to follow Jesus, follow God, and enter into our name, we have to leave our country, our people, our father's household, and go to the land that God will show us. What does it mean? Why does God want to leave? Does it mean that we physically leave our country, uh, uh, leave our people, our father's household, and go to where? So God is telling Abraham, you got to live behind the culture that you're so used to. You know, the culture that controls your pattern of thoughts, that controls your feeling and your action. Because I'm establishing you into a new nation and a holy 
nation. And that's why you have to leave. To break free from that cultural bondage that is upon your life. So, you know, the, the, the culture that we are in for so long is, is really like, it's, it's part of us. It's not easy to break free. For instance, in Taowao, what is the culture of Taowao? What do you think is the culture of Taowao that binds us? I believe one of the strong culture of, that, that binds us in Taowao is mediocrity. You know, whatever we do, well, if it works, it's okay. There's no spirit of excellence. We allow this kind of spirit, we allow this kind of attitude, this kind of thing that, that, that controls us. And, and it affects every one of us. A lot of times, you know, when we look at things, we do things, well, so long as we get it done, that's it. There's no spirit of excellence in us. And that kind of thinking has to be broken if we want to enter into the name that God has for us. Okay, so, so you see this kind of spirit pervade in church, in the people of God. Sometimes I have to fight against this culture and I tell you the frustration that I have to go through. I complain to the staff. Why is it sometimes I have to tell you everything? If I don't say anything, it will not be changed. I have to point out this and that. You know, I get very frustrated because this kind of culture that is pervading in the people of Tawa. Let me tell you another culture that in Tawa. I was talking to Hokshu, and he said the same thing too. The Tawa people, especially the rich, not everyone, but especially the rich, they want the best, but they don't want to pay the price. They don't want to pay the cost. They want it cheap, but they want the best. You know? So, you're not talking about those who cannot afford it. You know? You're talking about the rich. And I, one guy, when he go to Starbucks in West Malaysia, he'll drink, well, that's very cheap. But in Tao City Cafe's coffee, you know, outside coffee is only two ringgit. Oh. What kind of nonsense is this? The culture. And I'm not talking about people who are poor. I'm talking about people who are rich. Unless we break free from this kind of culture, we are not going to enter into the name that God has given to us. And that's why in, in Tao, if you want to have any training, you bring an expert from outside, you want to charge them, I tell you, beyond 20 ringgit, they're not prepared to pay. But in West Malaysia, if you want to attain a course to upgrade yourself, sometimes you have to pay 1,000. Wow, in Tao, come on, 100 ringgit, they will die. So that's why we ne- we're never able to break through into another standard. And that's why... Uh, we want to be different as a church. We, uh, that's why you see Calvary Crown. Uh, people from West Malaysia, they came. Teams from West Malaysia, they say, you know, wow, this is Tawau. I don't believe I'm walking in this, bu- this kind of building in Tawau. Because all they see around is mediocrity. Right? But we want to enter into the destiny that God has for us. And that's why we want to do something different. And I, I, we, every one of us here, we need to be different. We need to break free from that culture. So that's why God is telling Abraham, leave. Leave your country. Leave your people. Leave your father's household. 
and go to the land I will show you. Because God is building a holy nation. God is building a new nation. And this is what God is saying to us here. God is building us into a holy nation. And we are not to be the same as others. We are to be distinguished. We are to stand out. We are to be the head and not the tail. And we've got to believe it. We've got to break free from that other kind of mindset. You know, we are always looking for something cheap. We are always looking for something easy. But God wants us to exalt His name because He's a great God. And that's why God said, Abraham, in order to live like this, i got to prosper you. i got to make you rich. i got to make you so, be so blessed so that you can do that. So that you can be a testimony to the nations. God cares about our well-being. God wants to prosper us. Not just with wealth, but mindset. Mindset. You know, many people, they're so wealthy, but they live like a beggar. They live like, you know, they live like in, in the poverty mentality. You know, the, 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 the wealth is only in figure. The wealth is only in property, but not in their life. So God wants to break that from our life. So sometimes, you, in order to break into that kind of uh, new, the new kingdom culture, kingdom mindset, you really have to be uprooted. Uprooted. From those people, from those environments. That sets your limits. That tells you, this is it. You have to be uprooted in order to see what God has for you. Okay, some of us, we may be uh, constantly talking to people who are, who are like that. You've got to break away from that kind of conversation, that kind of uh, 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 relationship in order to be able to break through into what God has for you. Right. So that's, that's the, 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 the reason why God asked Abram to, to live and to, to go. And then the second thing, that we have to break free from is uh, we have to trust God to protect us. Trust God's protection. You know, Abraham, when God said, you leave your family, your, your household, but Abraham took Lot, his nephew, with him. Because Abraham is 75 years old. When you're 75 years old, you wish that there's a younger guy who is around to help you. So the fear that we have, whether it's fear of old age, fear of uh, uh, in, in, a, in a new environment, fear of the unknown, whatever fear is, it binds us. So we've got to break free from that kind of fear in order to enter into what God has for us. You know, this morning we pray for our nation. Some of us, we know what we should do, how we should vote. But there is a fear. Fear that binds us. You know, what if, if I do this? What if, what if? So, oh no, I better not do anything. I better follow, you know? Fear. So Abram brought Lot with him, even though God said, leave your household. Unless we broke through from this kind of fear that binds us. You know, and make the right decision. We are not going to enter into our name. 
So Abram was, you know, he brought Lot along. And for a while, it was okay. And then problems start because they're getting wealthy, both of them. And then Lot's uh, uh, herdsman and, and, and Abram's herdsman, they quarrel because in a desert, well is very important. Water is very important. You depend on it for your livelihood. You depend on it for your economic well-being. So these two uh, uh, group of workers, they keep fighting and quarreling over water because it's a scarcity. Until so much so, finally, Abraham knew. He knew a long time ago. But he would not make that decision. It's just like many of us. We know what we need to do. We know we need to separate. We need to uh, uh, make the decision about this, this relationship. But we just let it on. Carry on and on. We know there are problems that we just endure it. You know, just let it go. Until such time, we say enough is enough. You know, sometimes problems are good. And I realize, uh, for me, it's the same. You know, to, for, for me to, uh, for, to ask me to make that kind of decision, to, to break that relationship or, or that, that, that covenant or, or, or contract or whatever, you know, it, it's difficult. Even though I know I need to do it. But until such time, enough is enough. Do you understand what I'm saying? So problem is good. It's only those busybody who look at you and accuse you. You are the cause of the trouble. That's why there is this, this, this break uh, uh, in relationship. These are busybody. None of their business are saying to get lost. You know, there are times we need to make this kind of break and make this kind of decision. So Abraham said to Lot, Now it's time for us to break. Okay, you go your way. I go my way. Right? So, so, because Abraham knew long time ago this decision has to be made by human nature being human nature. We you know, struggle. We, we let it linger until enough is enough. So you've got to come to the place in certain relationships, in certain things, you've got to come to the place enough is enough and make that decision. You know, immediately, immediately after Abraham made that decision, God appeared to him. God spoke to him. That tells you, Lot was a hindrance. That relationship with Lot was a bond. That was a hindrance that that Abraham has been carrying, and God was not able to move faster in Abraham's life to bring about those promises. And many a time, you know, those relationships will hinder us from entering into what God has for us. Genesis thirteen fourteen. Lord said to Abram after Lord had parted from him, lift up your eyes from where you are and look north and south and east and west. All the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. Can you see? After Lord parted from Abram. After. How can God bring Abram up with Lord around? And say, all this land, I'm giving it to you. What about Lot? You see, he wasn't in that plan that God has. But Abram, you know, could not make the break until he finally made the break and God spoke to him. 
Now you go out and you lift up your eyes from where you are and look north, south, east, west and see the land I'm going to give to you. So conflict sometimes is good because we, we, we find it, we struggle with our decision making and God help us, push us uh, to the point so that we can make the right decision to move forward into His plan and His purpose. And then, you know what happened? The funny thing is, after Lot has departed, he settled down in Sodom. And, uh, and because he, he loved what he can see, he loved the pleasure of life. And five kings gang up together. Oh no, four kings gang up, gang up together. These are stronger nations. They are bullies. You know, in those days, if you're strong, you can just invade another nation and take it, and that's your land. You know, uh, survival of the fittest in those days. Yeah, there's no law. Okay, so this this four uh, these four nations they're so strong. They keep going and invade land and and take take other land. And Sodom, the king of Sodom knew the next the next land that they will invade. Is their land. And so the king of Sodom begins to negotiate with five, uh, four other kings. So five of them gang up together so that they are stronger to be able to defend these this invaders who want to invade and, and rob them of their property and so on. Okay, but, but they still lose the war. So Lot was taken captive, all his children, all his property, including the, the property of Sodom, this, this nation and so on. Okay, it ends up that when Abram heard about this, Abram had to gather his trained men, strong men, 300 odd men, to go and fight against that four king who are so powerful they can invade nations. And how can Abram, with his 300 over men, able to overpower those kings? That's why it was God. It was God who protected him. It was God who gave him victory. It was God who wanted to bless him. It was God who is trying to exalt his name. See, so Abraham has to learn a lesson. His protection doesn't come from people. When he looked to Lot for protection, uh, for, 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 for comfort, he ends up in quarrel. There was no peace, right? But Abraham, when he, when he went out to war, God gave him victory. So God was teaching Abraham, you know, I am your protector. I am your shield. I am the one who is able to protect you. So don't look to man. This was what God is teaching Abraham through his relationship with Lot. So he, so he, this so, Lot, so God spoke uh, to Abraham uh, in Genesis 15 verse 1. After this, after this incident, after this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your very great reward. When Lot parted from him, there was fear that how he is going to stand when the enemies were to attack him. 
It was a real problem then. Do you understand? When they travel, people can just raid them and just rob them and kill them. That was the, the, the environment uh, that they were in. So Abraham, there were fear in Abraham's heart. So God is saying to Abraham, you see, I am your shield. I am your reward. Trust me. Don't look to man. Trust me. So Abraham has to break through in his trust. He has to break through in where he places security. His security is not in man, in, in the strength of man. His security is in God. When God is with you, He's able to cause you to have victory over stronger opponents, enemies, you know, when God is with you. So the first thing Abram uh, needs to uh, break through in order to follow God is he has to be uprooted from his environment, his culture, that, that sort of so much influences his life. He has to be uprooted and, and allow God to deal with him, allow God to build into his life a new culture. So fear, will, uh, second thing is we've got to break free from fear and, and, and from the insecurity that we have inside. You know, I know that's the basic needs that we have, but we need to break free from that and trust God to be our shield, to be our protector, so that we can follow Him uh, in peace rather than uh, in fear, trying to hang on to things that, that we shouldn't be hanging on to. The third thing, Abraham, in this journey of following God that he has to broke through is to trust God to bless him, to prosper him. So, uh, Abraham need to grow in this. And, and this is a great comfort for us because when we look at Abraham, we always think that he's a father of faith, right? We just took that when he left his homeland, that was it. You know, his faith was so strong. But from this story, you understand that Abraham, when he obeyed God, there was fear in his heart. There was worries in his heart. There were a lot of other thinking uh, that pervade his mind and heart. But yet he obeyed. That's the beauty about Abraham. Not because he has no fear. Not because he has no reservation and, and, and there's no other thoughts flying around in his mind. There is. But he chose to obey. He chose to follow God. And that's faith. So that's why we need to understand that because there are times we allow our emotion, our, our fear, uh, allow those negative thoughts and, and those worries to take over our life so that we are not moving in the right direction, in the right decision. That's our problem. So faith doesn't mean that you don't have all those kind of feelings, uh, 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 thoughts inside. Faith is action. Faith means you obey what God tells you to do. So Abraham left his hometown. He had all kinds of thoughts, which is natural. Who doesn't have? When you are in that kind of situation. We, it's natural to have those kind of mindset, those attacks in our, in our mind and heart. But we've got to have victory over them. We have to obey God uh, through our action, through our decision. So we see that uh, Abraham, he has to trust God to bless him. Because he's living every, he, he can only take so much with him on this journey. And, and God is blessing him continuously. Okay, so initially, Abram, he's still trying to scheme. He's still trying to think how he can be blessed, how he can be rich. Remember, he nearly sold his wife. Wow, this is a man of God. This is a man of faith. 
Yeah, he nearly sold his wife. Uh, in order so that he will be blessed. In order that they will treat him nicely. Right. That was Abraham. Now his faith has grown as he journeyed with God. Because when he comes to separate with uh, his separation with Lot, Abraham, now he trusts God. He chose peace rather than fighting for his benefit. He said, Lot, you make the choice. Wherever you choose to go, I will go in the opposite direction. Right? I let you choose. So you can see the trust that he has now on God now, not on himself, not on his manipulation. He chose peace rather than uh, uh, benefits, right? So you can see a lot of people, they keep struggling, fighting for benefits. They are not trusting God. You know, sometimes to trust God, we need to let go and say, God, you have your way, okay? So Abraham was able to trust God, to bless him, and he let Lot choose where he wants to go. And then, Coming to this incident where Lot was captured by these four kings and Abraham has to gather his, his uh, servants to fight. And God has given him victory. And this is the first time Abraham, through victory, he recovers so much wealth. You know, because these four kings have been raiding many nations. They have many uh, property and, and wealth and so on with them. And when Abraham was able to have victory over them, that means he also had possession of this property. So for the first time, Abraham, because of God's given victory, he was made so rich. What is he going to do now? Now that you are so rich, Abraham, what are you going to do? And then the, 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 the king of Salem, Melchizedek, came and met him and let Abraham know what you have gained, the property that you have, is because God has blessed you, because God has given you victory. And we know Melchizedek, he is a priest of God. And Abraham encountered the priest of God, the high priest of God, and Abraham gave a tenth, a tithe of all he had to the priest. So Abraham know that it's God who has blessed him. And he needs to trust God. And that's why he gave a tithe of all he had to Melchizedek, the high priest of God. Right? So can you see his faith grew? His faith grew. Now he can trust God. He's trusting God to bless him. Okay, so Abraham tithes to Melchizedek. That was before the law, before Moses came. So that's why tithing is before the law. Some people, they want to get out of tithing. They say, oh, tithing is of the law, is of the Old Testament. We are in the New Testament. They didn't realize tithing was before the law. That was what God has ordained always. You know, so Abraham, he honored God. He, he gave a tithe. So you can see his trust. And then the king of uh, Sodom came. The king of Sodom was so happy. Now that Abram has fought for him and, 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 and get back all that he has lost and all his people who were captured, including Lot and so on. So king of Sodom was so appreciative of Abram. He said, okay, just return the people to me. All the property you, you have recovered uh, uh, 
from uh, from those kings for our nation. You you can keep it. We bless you because you 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 fought the victory for us. There's no way we can fight this war. Okay, so we give it to you. But Abraham refused to accept. Abraham refused to accept. He said, I will never ever give you a chance to be able to boast that you have made Abraham rich because it's not you, it's God. So I wouldn't do that. You take back what belongs to you. I will not take what you what belongs to you, okay, so that you can never boast you make me rich. Right? So you can see Abraham has now learned to trust God, to prosper him, to trust God and honor God in his wealth. Honor God in his wealth. So you can see Abraham, he trusts God totally in the way that, that uh, God will bless him, uh, God would uh, be honored uh, through his action. Okay, and uh, I think, yeah, just, just one last thing uh, and then we'll close. No, we'll close now because I have two more things to talk about. Uh, it would be too long, right? What, what have we learned this morning? Because we want the faith of Abram. We want to enter into what God has promised Abram. You know, it will be true for us. Okay, the first thing we learn is we have to break free from that culture bondage, the mindset that we have, the attitude that we have, the values that we have, uh, the way we do things. We have to break free from that culture that bind us so that we can break into God's excellence, God's abundance, God's uh, riches, okay? Uh, the second thing is we have to break free from our insecurity, right? We have to trust God's protection. It's not man. We don't look to man. We trust God. And God will be able to give us victory even when we have to face stronger enemies, stronger opponents. God will give us victory. He will protect us so, so that we can follow Him rather than... Uh, Living in fear, fear. Thirdly, we have to believe God is the one who bless. Okay, so we have to grow in our faith, trusting God. God wants to make us a holy nation. God wants to make us a prosperous nation. Because unless we are prospering, we cannot bless others. Okay, uh, uh, so we got to be so so. Uh, God, God will add to us. God will multiply His blessing upon our life so that we can be a blessing. Okay, so Abraham, when he was wealthy, when he was so blessed, he did not forget God. A lot of people during those times, they forgot about God. They forgot it's God who blessed them, right? But Abraham did not. And, and Melchizedek reminded Abraham of that so that he continued to honor God with his wealth, with what he has. Okay, so these are the uh, three steps that we, we learned three areas that we need to break through in order to enter into the names of God. We'll share the other two uh, later. Let's all stand.